Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. Good morning and welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. My name is Nick Bryant and um, I'm super pleased to be back at um, the Chasley Trust today on location and I'm with Bindi Naya who is the Therapy Service Manager. Good morning Bindi. Good morning Nick. How are you? Very good and you? Very good thank you. Thank you so much for, for talking on, on the podcast. Uh, it's so lovely to be back here because it's such a, um, an inspirational place and um, we're right on the seafront um, as I mentioned in the podcast before. But we're going to start um, by Bindi telling us a little bit about her role here. She's the Therapy Services Manager. Um, so what does that mean, Bindi? Tell us what you do. Okay. Uh, so as you mentioned, my name is Bindu Naya. I'm the Therapy Service Manager for Chase Lee Trust. I, I started here last year in May. Uh, I ho- by background, I'm a physiotherapist. Okay. Uh, I have been working for the past 19 years as a physiotherapist. I have lots of experience working in various healthcare set- sectors, which could be the acute service and tertiary centers, uh, neuro rehabilitation units, uh, working with young epilepsy, responsive service in Brighton. Uh, I also hold long, broad experience working with long-term rehabilitation care groups okay. as well as elderly care groups. So yeah, I hold broad experience working as a working with different client yeah. groups from starting from young adults to elderly rehab okay and so how far does that span, span back when did you start was it when you so left school I got it? qualified in the year 2004 okay. I got qualified from India um very soon I got promoted as the team leader of neuro rehabilitation unit in India itself right I've been there for three years and then after marriage I happened to come back to come to UK and okay. since then I'm working in various healthcare sectors here okay is it different in India in the healthcare there it's is very here? very different is it? <laughs> there we have more hands-on and again the risk assessment the manual handlings any more hands-on taking the risk more risk in your um on your back rather than yeah. dealing with the client groups here it's different right absolutely it's just yes. different it is it is <laughs> here we have more advanced equipments like helping you with the hoist slings and having the standees things like that there things are limited but it is getting progress now everything is getting back to normal as it should be here yeah but it when it was like 10 years ago things were slightly different yeah yeah I guess there must have been some progression in those yeah, 10 years that's right and you mentioned earlier that you get a bit of support from the NHS and you can draw on their resources as well that's right even so, though you're private here I guess so so what happened is because we are a charity organisation we deal with uh, therapy funded client groups at Chasley Trust mm. but outside this we also have strong links with the uh, East Sussex NHS Trust which is the Eastbourne Hospital basically as well as the Concus Hospital mm. we often get clients from there as well what happens is any clinicians they can make a referral to the neuro outpatient lead who is Debbie Sawe and uh, she um, after triaging the referrals she can do she can refer them back to us if it is an appropriate client group okay. 
Yeah. So basically, we see the residents in the morning, and then we are more open to the outpatients in the afternoons. Okay. Because that's... of COVID restrictions, we are not allowed to get mixed up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's still hanging around us, isn't it? That's unfortunately. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we can have clients either from Eastbourne itself, or it could be from Hastings areas. We are, we also deal with community client groups. So sometimes um, patients who are having complex neurological issues. Yeah. Our clinicians might ask us for a postural assessment. So my team is trained on postural assessment as well. We do a four-day training course. For from Oxford, um, okay. Oxford University. So we do that kind of uh, support as well with postural assessment and managing the client groups, helping the clinicians to find out what is the right piece of equipment. It could be simply a molded wheelchair or it could be a sleep system for the patients. Right, okay. You kind of do that assessment and work out exactly what would fit their needs the best. Absolutely. Um, and then advise from that. Yeah. Um, that must be quite fulfilling for you. It is. Yeah. It is quite challenging, but at the same time, it is quite rewarding <laughs> as well. But what are the challenges you face? Uh, I would say one of the biggest challenges that we face, if it is a Chasley, is the resources. We are Because it is a charity organization, mm. we are a bit limited with the resources. But I have got a wonderful CEO, my home manager, Emma Rispai. She's a wonderful lady, very yeah. helpful, always enthusiastic and proactive with whatever needs we need. She's always there to help us with that. Yeah. But still, things are a bit limited here. Of course, yeah. I mean, when you're a charity, you've got to rely on fundraising. I know, I know Jody does a, a great job trying to... Oh, know, yes, yes. She's you know, another, another lovely lady. Lady, really, yeah, yeah, she does a great job getting getting the money in, which is really important. So, Absolutely. you know, anyone listening, please, you know, just yeah. contact Jody to, to support the Chasey Trust. That's they're a great, right. that's right, they're a great place in, in Eastbourne. Um, I, I've I, we said, but I've met some of the residents here, um, and I, I interviewed them um, a while ago. I met Leanne, Leanne McCluskey, Paula Sharadi, and, Ma- oh, right. and Malcolm Jeffries. Uh, Malcolm was an incredible character. Well, they're all incredible characters, and I can see the good work you do here. That's right. Um, that's and right. I think they're private clients, so you may not have spoken to much. Yeah, but they're I, not funded for therapy. No, so, but, but, yeah. but it's the same, you know, it's exactly. the same support you give, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. So let, what do you enjoy about it the most? Indeed, what's, what's, what's the best thing for you? I'm passionate about working with uh, disabled um, have people having difficulties mm. and kind of neurological issues. So I'm passionate about working with them. I enjoy loving with uh, these kind of client groups, helping them to promote their independence, their quality of life, and giving whatever little things that I can help them with. Mm. Maybe it could be a wheelchair thing, giving them a uh, getting them the right kind of a wheelchair. It could be just a splint, referring them to the orthotic team in the in the again with the Eastbourne Hospital. Mm. Um, or it could be just with a um, normal sling. They might sometimes need some help with the slings, uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah, just that attention to detail yeah. and care for them, really. Exactly. Um, and so, so moving forward, the, the work that you do. Let's talk about the team that you have. Do you have a, a people underneath that, you, that yes. work with you? Yeah. Work with. So uh, my team consists of three physiotherapists okay. uh, as well as five therapy assistants. Um, the three physiotherapists are mainly they are uh, highly skilled with assessing treatment as well as managing the neurological client groups. They understand what the patient's needs are. Okay. They all have a um, goal specific, um, short term as well as long term goals as well as a therapy plan. So they are quite um, quite, quite special specializing in assessing yeah. the treatment needs as well as coming up with a comprehensive care plan and ensuring that we deliver those care plans in a safe environment. Yeah, and they're, they're fully trained. And, um, and they... so are the therapy assistants as well. They are competent. They all had, had a robust induction. They are quite competent. They understand uh, the clinical reason behind uh, specific uh, time, uh, with specific uh, short-term goals or long-term goals and why we are doing specific intervention in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the brain is a complex organ as well as it has got a, the functions is quite um, quite variable. Yeah. 
uh, every single every single patient here should have um, a um, short term goal which is mainly goal oriented which is specific to them uh, which is specific to them and mm. based on that it, they all should have a different uh, therapy interventions mm. as well yeah, the brain is a that's a that's, that's, a, right. that's, a, that's a different story. I mean, uh, to learn how, but I but I see your point. Everyone is different, aren't they? Everyone Everyone's got different, different needs. Yeah. Uh, the presentation you, is different. It could range from simply a weakness to stiffness. Uh, sometimes mm. they will be having restricted movements, uh, having gait reeducation and needs. Sometimes they might have balance issue, coordination yeah. issues, and the huge impact is the pain. So pain can bring a huge impact on the overall uh, functioning abilities. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing. I remember when I was speaking to Malcolm, he said he fell through three floors. That's right. Um, and landed on his side and he was paralyzed from, from one side. That's right. Um, must have been gone through so much pain. Um, so any support you give them is, is obviously paramount, isn't it? Right, yeah. so we, uh, within the therapy department itself, we have got a lovely gym as well with an experienced gym instructor. Yeah. He's very lovely. He's very enthusiastic, a lovely chap who's always there, ready and willing to help the staff in whatever ways we, he can. Yeah. We also run workshops as well. We run stall, stalls and all those things, just promoting our service basically. Yeah. Again, it's a very very lovely working with a nice, beautiful team really. Yeah, and it's great to have that those facilities. Do people come, I think um, Emma said that people come from outside to use the gym as they well. They can. So okay. what happens is they have to uh, ring Chase Lee, obviously, either to me or they can ring David directly, who is the gym instructor. Right. They just want, want to explore what are the facilities available here. So we have got lovely, um, um, quite advanced equipments here and yeah. David can explain or may perhaps do an induction as well to these client groups. And if they're happy, they can continue with the yeah. sessions. Is there here. a swimming pool? Is there a pool down there in your gym? We don't have a pool. No, down no. Would, but this I, is something that we have a plan in future. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, more fundraising Absolutely. to pay for the swimming pool. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, thank you, Bindi. That's great. Great, great uh, insight on what you do as a therapy services manager. Um, sure. And um, we'll be putting this out on our channel. So it gives people in the area a little bit of an idea of what goes on at the Chase You Trust and how you really support people. Uh, just one last question. How many people do you look after on a daily basis or a monthly basis? Or? So altogether, Chasley has got 56 residents, but at the time, at the moment we are down with two, so 54 residents. Wow. But they all are not funded for therapy. No. We only have like 26 or 27 therapy-funded residents. And beside this, we also have 28 outpatients. So this is excluding the community visits that I do. So we also go out for home visits. Yeah, of course, that. yeah. So that's excluding the outpatients. So I've got 28 outpatients wow. and then I've got 14, uh, sorry, not 14, it's 21 actually, yeah. 21 home home. Yeah. A community patients. Yeah, aspect. yeah. How'd you fit it all in? Oh gosh, it's, as I said, it's a bit challenging, <laughs> yeah. but it's rewarding. I love in working with these client groups. Yeah. As I said, every little smile that I can bring to their face is really rewarding for me. I can as imagine well for them. I believe. Yeah. No, I, I can. I can understand. So that's great. Thank you, Bindi. It's been great to Thank chat you. to you. Very I really appreciate much. that. Thank you. And um, we'll see you for another podcast soon. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you.